0: Couldn't understand that. That was Trey Young after Game One against the Knicks because uh, he couldn't handle a couple of uh, chants from the fans. Where apparently they were saying uh, "fuck Trey Young," which they were, which they were. But you would think that out of everything that he's probably come across as an NBA player throughout his college, even high school career, you'd think he's heard a lot worse, but again, this is the first time that they're playing in in front of an actual hostile crowd, and it was a lot for Trey Young, who looks like he's immature stages from being a preteen and a teenager, and I can't tell if he's losing or just growing his hair, but it was a lot for um, the little bitch to handle, and um, off that, Max, how are we doing, buddy? I didn't like your tweet about... If this was anyone else but Trey Young, I'd be happy about the tough Knicks loss. I, you know, if you're just jealous, you can let us know, dude.
1: Victor, I mean, listen, I, I'm okay. Uh, I, 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 if you want to play the jealous game with the Knicks, and, you know, I, I don't think that's a game you want to play. But I mean, I Knicks. just
0: want to also, also fun little playoff fact, Max, who was the first number one seed to get upset by an eighth seed.
1: Oh, yeah, in a lockout season?
0: Oh, oh here we go with the excuses. Okay. Okay. Um
1: you're in Pampers.
0: How uh how you doing, buddy?
1: Eh, it could be better. But you know. Yeah. Name of the game.
0: Yep. I feel you. But hopefully this podcast episode cheers you up. We have a lot to talk about. We'll talk about the latest NFL player wanting out from his current team, Julio Jones. We'll talk about best landing spots for him. Obviously, We're going to be talking about NBA basketball. We'll be talking about my New York Knicks and Trey Young, the little baby that he is. We'll talk about Max's Heat, who are down 0 2. We'll talk about some big names that could, some big names on teams that could lose a lot more than just a series. And I want to bring up a debate going on in baseball recently. But first, of course, it is list of the week. And Max, this week. Obviously, I was inspired by Trey Young from the topic. It is three biggest sports villains. Now, Max, I don't know how you went after it, but when I was doing some research on sports villains, I saw a lot of guys with troubled pasts and mm-hmm. a tough criminal history come up. I didn't really attack it from that approach. I kind of went a different route. Like, I didn't I didn't really... Take off the field into consideration. Did you take off the field into consideration?
1: Uh I think for one I did. Yeah, no, for one I definitely did. Yeah, all but right, that wasn't my reading.
0: Okay, so so let's let's start it off, Max, who's number three sports villain number three for you.
1: For me is uh, you know me, I, I got thrown a little twist to it. This is a one A one B thing, and it is uh, Kyrie and Kevin Durant. I think over the past couple of years these guys have been just very annoying uh, and they gotta be probably the most I don't think a lot of people hate them I think people are just very annoyed with them and just roll their eyes at them a lot so I mean you know that's kind of a villain if everyone's just annoyed of you and uh, they're both on the same team now and they're on and, you know they're in Brooklyn and uh, I know Victor's very active on Twitter saying that uh, you know the Knicks next thing which I agree with so I know Knicks fans don't like those two because you know Everyone thought they're going to the Knicks, so uh, yeah. I mean, they're just annoying in general, you know. So I think for uh, number three, I'm doing one A, one B, those
0: two. Well, so first off, Max, it would technically be three A, three B.
1: Ah, uh, you know what I mean. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, but we're, come on, but
0: I just, I just want to, uh, you know, nitpick there. But seriously, Max, I don't. So I don't hate them for not going to the Knicks. Right? I, I really yeah. don't. I hate them for how they kind of reacted afterwards with KD coming out and saying, oh, it's not the cool thing to go to the Knicks right now. And, you know, at the end of the day, you made your decision. And I understand there were sometimes they were prompted, asked about it. I get it, right? But I feel they could have handled it in a better manner. But I do agree with you that they're two of the most annoying, dislikable players in the league. I hate, I don't know... Do I consider them villains? I don't think that they're mentally tough enough to be villains. Like, the biggest thing with KD to me is that one moment he's this tough guy, and then the next he's this emotional bitch. Like, I just, I I, I don't think that he's mentally tough enough to be a villain, but I definitely do think that they're two of the more unlikable players in the league. And Kyrie, I said this, I want to say last week, it, it's a new thing with him each day. Yeah, no. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, number three for Maymax, and he's not really a villain, so to say, for my team in this sport, because we beat him twice, but what that man did to the AFC, what he did to the Buffalo Bills, what he did to the Miami Dolphins, and Jets, well, Miami in uh, Foxborough, they, they, uh, they went toe-to-toe with the Patriots in Miami, but what he did with the Jets, I know that they've had a couple moments against him, but Tom Brady, man. I mean, Tom Brady has to be the biggest NFL vi- uh, villain of his generation just because he went out there and got the job. I mean, think about it, Max. How many times do you really see a player hated across conferences? The Seahawks yeah. fans hate him. Um, the Falcons fans hate him for what they did to him. Yeah,
1: because but you no- said, my whole division.
0: Exactly. like. He's done to, he's done so much to so many teams across the league that he is the villain of the NFL in my opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, number two. Who's next for you, Max?
1: He already said it, Tom Brady.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, I'm. A, you know, I'm a Jets fan, and that's really about it. I gotta say.
0: <laughs> yeah. Max, number two. I'm going a little old school, and he wasn't. Really a villain for our time, but I hated him from the documentary I watched alone. I hated him alone from that. And that's Christian Leitner during his time with the Duke Duke Devils. And Max, I'll be honest with you, right? I don't – like right now, I, I don't even know if I hate a college basketball team. I don't hate Duke. I actually love Coach K. I, I respect him. I think that he'll go down as one of the best, if not the best, coaches of all time. I love him because of Team USA, right? I do understand the hate for Duke, though, because it's a bunch of preppy wh- white assholes uh, living off of daddy money. And it reminds me a lot of my hometown, Northport, um, where it's like, you, you can you can punch me, but my daddy will sue type of thing. Yeah, the lawyer thing, yep. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm going Christian Leitner of Duke because just looking at him in his college days, I could tell that I would hate him. He he was just, and and I know that he didn't have the easiest life, I get that, but just the looks alone and and the shots that he hit, I'm going with Christian Leitner at number two.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's I didn't think about that one. And how he
0: was cocky on the court, the way he presented himself. There was I forget the game, but um, he got away with stepping on the player. Like again, there's being confidence, but then there's being cocky. There's being obscene. There's being uh, dirty, and and I don't go for that. Max, who comes in number one on your list?
1: Number one for me. Uh, I don't really have an issue with him because I don't really care for the sport he's in too much, but I know if you ask anybody that everybody has paid pay-per-viewed money to watch this guy lose, and it is Floyd Money Mayweather.
0: (laughs) You know what's funny, Max? I kept seeing that name pop up, and I I don't really hate him either. Again, I think it's more so because I don't really have a passion for the sport or watch it all that often. I
1: mean... Boxing
0: sucks. Yeah, it's dude. Just like, okay. like all right. UFC is way better. Yeah, UFC is better. And and we we listen. You can say all you want about Mayweather, and and I'm I'm not taking away from his career. We didn't get to see the greatest of all time in Muhammad Ali. We didn't get to see Frazier. We didn't get to see Holyfield. We didn't get to see Tyson. Like, though that like we missed boxing's golden age okay
1: yeah no we definitely
0: do Uh, um but i do understand uh, the one thing about mayweather that pisses me off and i get it the training and he's a right to do so blah 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 i I hate when people don't act right once they get money type of thing like he's a very show-offish type guy and i don't go for that
1: yeah i mean no you kind of you kind of explained everything for me but uh, you know he's got like a lot of um Domestic violence. That's here. true. Yep. That's in court. Uh, I didn't look it up if it's, you know, what's the case was. But, you know, that's never a good look for a professional athlete, let alone, you know, a rich one. Or for any guy for that matter. And, uh, yeah, you know, people hate the cockiness with him. But that's, I mean, but you know what, though? That's how you get your attention. Everyone, you know, pays to watch them lose. But, you know, with the Logan Paul fight, I think people just want to see somebody lose who they don't like. So, I mean, that's a, that fight's a joke anyways, but...
0: Yeah, Max, that is such a money grabber. I mean, I, I, I'm so disappointed. I, and I, you know me with, uh, was it Logan Paul, Jake Paul? I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't keep Paul, up. Yeah. I, I can't stand either of them. And I hope he gets his ass handed, ass kicked. I hope he gets his bell rung. I hope he gets it handed to him. Honestly, I hope Mayweather um, does permanent damage on him. Yeah, that was a little rough, but <laughs> I I said uh, what I said. I boxing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right, Max, you want to know my number one? And this man just looks alone, Max. I can't handle him, whether it was uh, being on the Mitchell Report, cheating during the steroid age, whether it was for the teams that he played for, whether it was throwing a bat at Mike Piazza, Mike Piazza, can't stand Roger Clemens. I think he's the biggest villain to me. Uh, and and yes, I didn't get to see a lot of him it, when I started watching baseball. It was the ta- tail end of his career. Cannot stand Roger Clemens. Cannot stand him one bit.
1: That's a good one. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about the yeah. rocket. Yeah, yeah, people people don't really like it. Too much. I don't even think Yankees
0: fans really care for him too much, honestly. Yeah, no, I w- I wouldn't be shocked, honestly, but. Yeah that honestly i'm um, uh i could have went on with this list though because reggie oh, yeah. miller reggie more. miller was I, I can't believe i left him off but in terms of me my biggest villains those are my biggest 3
1: yeah
0: but all right let's know what you think if you have different sports villains but overall i think me and max killed it once again with our list max before we get into nba i want to ask you this because it's a It was more of a hot topic last week, but I want to talk to you about it and see your take. Now, I understand you're not the biggest baseball fan, but the baseball season is well underway, and we've already had a fair amount of no-hitters. And I still think it's an incredible feat, right? Personally, I do. But do you think at all it's starting to lose its loss, especially with how many— we've already seen this year alone
1: yeah um honestly i've been saying this for about two yeah it's about two years now two years now that the no hitter is kind of like i don't know don't get me wrong it's impressive but it kind of happens a lot more than you, you would think for you know how majestic when we were younger a no hitter was it was like you know it was like oh my god this guy threw no hitter but now like You know, it it happens a lot. Like, what, it happened twice
0: in a week the other week or something like that? Yeah, well, here's the full list. Joe Musgrove, April 9th. Carlos Rodon, Rodon of the Chicago White Sox, April 15th. John Means of the Orioles, May 5th. Wade Miley, May 7th. Spencer Turnbull of the Detroit Tigers, May 18th. Corey Kluber of the Yankees, May 19th. Max, all six of them, three times two of them had come within a week of each other two of them came just days of each other so uh, listen I I still think it's an incredible feat especially since as a Mets fan I still have yet to see a true no hitter I understand that Johan Santana's no hit happened in what was it 2009 2010 but if there was replay, Carlos Belchon gets a double and it ends up being a one-hitter if Santana even goes that long into the game. But, you know, I still think it's an incredible feat. But again, this is baseball's fault. Once again, they changed... They fucked around with the balls. And a couple years ago, it was, oh, there's too many home runs because of the balls. Oh, the balls are different. That's why there's so many more home runs. We're now seeing record paces for strikeouts now it's boom or bust home run or strikeout it seems that the game has become and once again instead of trying to make the game better baseball has made itself worse with them trying to toy with the baseball
1: yeah you know what it is too it's like baseball like the things you said and same thing with basketball with this this mid-season tournament and playing game can we just go back to playing the sports like if we, if we want to tr- change some things, yeah. Listen, that's that's great. We, you should look to change every couple of years. But can we just go back to playing sports, please? Like how we used to, instead of all this this nonsense that you know these nerds want to talk about, and then it gets picked up by elite executives, and oh, hey, we should do it like that. I know I'm going on a little different. From what you said, but that, this mid season tournament is just asinine. No, just like you know, just just like the runner on second base. It's Just what are we doing?
0: No, Max. Actually, that's a great segue, and we can move on to that because I meant to put that in the rundown and completely forgot. I couldn't agree with you more. Why can't we just enjoy sports for what it was, for what it is? Like, why is it always what can we do to improve it when there's nothing actually wrong with the sport itself? Okay, and when I say that, yes. Does the NFL have uh, health issues with uh, with yeah. head injuries? Yes. Does the NBA uh, Has the NBA gone too soft? Yes. Does baseball— does baseball have a pace of play? You could argue that, right? I'm one to believe that baseball is baseball. But do we have a problem with the lack of on- offense? Yes. Now, baseball yeah. is the one that's doing it to himself. But, Max, the midseason tournament, again, you want to talk yeah. about gimmick rule? That would be a gimmick installation. Was the tournament become? Are you going to give out a trophy? What's the point of the finals then? Like, I, I don't understand it.
1: Because I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Not that I don't know if you know or not, but anybody else. I think soccer does this. Um, that's what I heard. Not in the MLS, but like over whatever. The yeah, overseas, yeah. Yeah, I think they do something like that. But, I mean, listen, that's all well and good. But we want to do this right now after people are still coming off of the bubble. It's going to be a shortened year again this year. And then, hey, let's have more games. No, can we just can we just have an all-star break and then come back in the season after a week? Like, it's really that hard.
0: Well, well, Max, I'll throw this out to you, right? How are you going to sell the players in the tournament if you still have the finals, right? Why, if I'm Greg Popovich, or, uh, well, now that his big three is gone, maybe not the best example, but why, okay, if I'm Frank Vogel, why am I going to play LeBron James in the tournament? Why am I going to play Anthony Davis in a meaningless tournament? If I'm... um. Yeah, you know, if I'm, um, Jokic, why am I playing? Why am I playing if I'm Giannis? I, I mean, to me, you're not gonna give any sort of incentive to the players to play more games, especially when the final prize is meaningless compared to the end of the season.
1: Yeah, it's just it's getting it's getting a little bit ridiculous now with the NBA. I I I thought what Sophie did in the bubble was amazing, and this year and now you know the midseason tournament. That's good. I don't know what's going on with him. But it's, yeah, I, I'm I'm disappointed in what's going on with, with the NBA this year. But that's for another topic on another day.
0: No, I mean, we, we can talk about Max. We're going to the NBA right now. And, you know, oh, which, by the way, speaking of NBA real quick, I want to say it was a post by ESPN, Max, and you might have seen it. Did you see, it was a picture of the big three Warriors, big three yeah. Heat, big three, Chicago Bulls and then Big Three of Brooklyn. And it was like, who are you running with in the playoffs? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're 2 and 0 in the first round. Yeah. In the first well, did he, series. Did you
1: see what Steve Vance said today? Some of my friends uh, said. No, what did he say? About uh, the, what Big Three would you rather have just playing uh, three on three? Nets' uh, three or Miami's victory. I'm going with the Nets. I'm thinking to myself.
0: Oh, uh, I did see that.
1: Next, yeah. Apparently, basketball now is just three-on-three. Three. And, you know, this This is why kids just watch House of Highlights and they think, oh, yeah, he's good because he puts up points. It just, it's just an individual game now. It's like, uh, I, I'd rather have Miami, you know, uh, the, 2000, the 2013 Heat than this Nets team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I know they got the three-headed monster in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, basketball a team game.
0: No, Max, but I'll go a step further. It's And, and I understand that. The Jordan debate probably uh, probably proves me wrong. But to me, it's whatever's newer or whatever's more recent is better. Like people, people probably – I even probably forget of how good the Miami Heat were with that big three. I yeah. mean we weren't fortunate enough to see the Chicago Bulls, but we know how good they were. We got to witness the Warriors, and as much as I hate to say it, they were an exciting – they were a good team. I mean, they, you know, so just to come out and say that the Brooklyn Nets, okay, just because they had the three big names, they won the first two games of an inferior yeah. Celtics team without yeah. their best <laughs> player, okay? It and it's the legs. first round.
1: Yeah. I mean, it seems to me, too, speaking of Boston, that I think there's whispers going around that. They might get Brad one more year after this year. On, I don't know if true. Shrill- you know how the rumor game is, but... It
0: wouldn't shock me. Well, okay, Max, that's another good segment because along with the players, I wanted to ask you, I mean, Max, I I don't know if you've watched many uh, or much of the Nets-Celtics games. I know that Brooklyn fans haven't because there are no Brooklyn fans. Um, But, you know, it seems like the Celtics, and and again, I know that they're inferior to that team, but the Celtics have packed it in. And...
1: Yeah, they got a lot of issues in management, ownership, uh, coach, player. Like, they, they I expect for uh, some changes to be made. Well, that's,
0: that's why, Max, I think Brad Stevens, I mean, I'm sorry. You can hear all the whispers you want. If they get swept, I don't think Stevens is coming back.
1: I think they give another year.
0: You think so? You think that
1: – Yeah, do, you got to think, think Brown, too, you know?
0: I know, Brown, and then – the only other thing I'll say, too, is maybe I'm being a little harsh on Stevens because also last year was a weird year with the COVID, with the bubble. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I just – I'm sorry. When I see the Celtics play, I know they're missing some guys, but, it, you know, it's almost like they can't – I go,
1: I go for more Danny Ainge. I mean, you're right though. Stevens, he's been, you know, wildly disappointed the past two years. But, you know, he's a golden boy just like Danny Ainge.
0: Yep, yep.
1: I, to me, to me, this is Danny Ainge. You know, he, he signed Kemba Walker. Listen, everyone, who has really a bad thing to say about Kemba Walker? But, you know, for Charlotte not to max him, th- that tells you something. Charlotte used to do a lot of stupid things until, you know, they signed LaMelo Ball, but then they signed Gordon with that huge contract, but whatever. Um, but, you know, Danny, remember all these draft picks we, we heard about for years and Boston's loaded and you better watch out for him. Well, you got Tatum. That, okay, that's good. And he got Brown. Okay, that's sweet. You know, that, that's the hardest thing to do in sports is getting two franchise guys. Getting the rest of the pieces, getting role players, that's the easiest thing to do. And he hasn't done that. He hasn't hit on – what draft pick has he hit on besides those two?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm so, I mean, yeah, Robert Williams is good for you know, a starting center. But, okay, that's great. You can find those in the late round like he did. Like, who, who else?
0: And also, Max, you bring it up all the time. The amount of trades that he said he's been on. Yeah. Well,
1: oh, oh, why, yeah. Have,
0: why haven't you closed <laughs> any deals then?
1: Yeah. Mr. Blue Ball, Danny Ainge himself. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. But uh, you know, and I, I saw another funny thing actually. Who would have thought that after the Pierce, uh, yeah. Pierce <laughs> and though. Garnett trade, how that played out? That the Nets would be closer to the championship than the Celtics are. Yeah. If you would have told me what
1: actually happened, two thousand fourteen.
0: Was it that recent ago?
1: Yeah, that was a, that was Miami's a uh, big that was LeBron's last year in Miami, and they beat the Nets in the second round. Yeah.
0: Wow.
1: Wow. Yeah. So it happens quick. I mean, I I know uh, in sports we you know like the oh we're never gonna get out of this team, but you know sometimes it does happen. Look at, look at Brooklyn, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I know, but just crazy. So I, I think that there is that if their seats aren't warm they're starting to heat up in terms of yeah. both yeah. like you said Ainge and Stevens but again but Max you make you made a great point too Stevens I remember when he was like the Sean McVay of the NBA mm-hmm. like I'm they boy, were like no. oh my god this wonder boy this wonder child uh, is... you, know,
1: you know what's weird about that Victor sorry to yeah. cut you off but no, it's, it's, fine. it's these media it's these media guys that's true and girls because Jack McMullen all a lot of these people from Boston and they, who do they love the most? Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge. You can't say a bad thing about them because they, they talk to the media.
0: Yeah. No, and that's true. from
1: Southie over there.
0: That's true. That's <laughs> true. But it's just, yeah, it is. It, it is. Because, I, I mean, they went they went from the Eastern Conference Finals to about to get swept in the first round of the playoffs. And, again, I know, injuries and all that. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, they made that one year, Kyrie's uh, first year, when they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals against LeBron in Game 7. But if we look back at that, that East was so bad. Well, oh the God. East
0: was so bad, and you can't tell me that that team ever clicked either. Very, very strange team. That
1: team... Yeah, but, I mean, but, you know, I thought that's what wrecked your team, I thought, because, you know, these young guys, Hayden and Brown are taking over, and Rogier, you know, starting point guard, and then, you know, Hayward comes back, and then next year after, Tyreek comes back, and it's like, oh, well, you know, these guys are supposed to be the main guys of the team, I highest players. So that mm-hmm. second year, remember how, how that kind of in and out they were fighting in the locker room yep. whatever. yeah no teams. I know can't get along yeah Tyree quit in the second round against uh Milwaukee yep so yeah that was that's another year that nobody talked about Stevens I mean that was his first year where he had to handle a lot of personalities Listen, it's a hard job
0: yeah no I know. but
1: yeah I mean I, like you said I, I think uh, at times or it's it's getting a little hot on the Brad Stevens seat but you know what though he'll get hired in a minute though if he gets to let go of Boston oh will yeah in a heartbeat
0: yeah and um yeah, I, there's no doubt about that because, because again, he still has overall a strong resume. It's just I feel that he's been regressing the last couple of years. But, Max, Stevens isn't the only one that I could see parting ways with their current team. Now, obviously, he's the head coach, but, you know, the Clippers are down 0-2, Max. And after a tough player performance last year where they blew a 3-1 series lead— and no one other than Kawhi decided to show up. They've gone off to a rough start against Donkich, Porzingis, and the Mavericks. Max, Ooh. are the Clippers in danger of losing Kawhi? I,
1: I think if you're Kawhi, you know, I, I've, I've said this before, and uh, it's one of my biggest pet peeves in sports. And you're you're gonna love this too, Victor. You know, it's it's when these athletes want to go home for every reason. Besides the LeBron thing, and you know, for being honest, if you know, nine times out of ten, they're not coming back on three one. But that's whatever. Going home never works out. It rarely ever works out. He went home. You don't want to live in LA? Yeah, of course. Why not? Who wouldn't? And uh, it looks. It seems to me, Victor, if they get swept or you're losing five, how can he go back to that team? But what assets do they have? They don't have anything.
0: No, I agree. I agree, Max. And you know, Playoff P, Playoff P, not showing up once again. But, but, I couldn't agree more, Max. And honestly, even if they get to the second round, I don't think that Kawhi's a definite to stay because Max. I,
1: I don't. I don't think they're making second round though.
0: No, neither do I. No, I. I. I think. I. I really think they're going to lose in five, Max. I do. I think that they'll get one pity victory and then uh, get handled by. Uh, the Mavs overall. I think the Mavs are going to win next game. Uh, Clippers avoid a sweep. And then lose a series in five. But Max. I don't know how Kawhi would go back to the same team. Like you said. What assets do they have? Do they have cap space to bring in a true point guard? I don't know about that. Um, Obviously. Paul George isn't the player that you thought you were getting. Hasn't shown up the last couple of years. They still. To me. They have a joke of a head coach. So, no, I I don't think that Kawhi is going to head back to the Clippers, especially if they don't get past the first round. But, Max, I also think that we're going to have a whole new landscape come next year in the NBA if certain things happen. I think if the Blazers end up losing to the Nuggets in the first round, it's going to be Russell Westbrook 2.0, where Lillard says all the right things, has wanted to win with this team but they meet behind closed doors and it's like you know what i think it's best we we move our separate ways think about the wizards i think both beal both westbrook could be on the move i think that there are a lot of potential moving pieces depending on how certain teams finish out
1: i think if i'm portland i think I, i know dame wants to be there he said I know privately just listen to like, you know, podcasts and all that stuff that he, he does wanna make it work, which is good for I Denver.
0: know, but what are they gonna do to make it work, yeah. Max? They I, haven't I exactly been Portland, a big splash team in free agency or via trade.
1: I think for Portland, I think, you know, if they lose Denver or, you know, even if they don't go far, I think it's time I mean game's not gonna be happy, but I think it's time I, I would try to trade something get something for CJ and maybe Nurkic and do one more uh, you know, go around to see if you get a switch up on that team because they it's just – it's kind of – they've been the same team for a couple of years now. They're always, like, you know, in the middle of the pack team. And uh, it, it's too much. Dame, James I do a lot of things on that team. And it's not fair to him that, you know, if he's never going far in the playoffs. But, you know, I would love for him to get traded to – or, you know, just for a move to happen. But I i think they stick it out one more year. The thing with Washington, I, I've kind of I, – I don't know what their direction is. I think that that franchise is happy to be relevant in the playoffs. So I could honestly see them doing it one more year too with the with, uh, Russell Beals. I know I'm talking about them to it. Maybe, uh, you know, sign a guy, sign a veteran who sees that as an opportunity to get more mints and some money. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This is this is a weird offseason it's going to be. I know, I know we're talking way deeper now, but this if Kawhi opts out his contract, it's really him, and uh, that's really it, and it's just the trade market. So, like you said, the trade market's going to be really good this year if, you know – teams would get out early. Like who would have thought the Clippers would potentially get swept and lose in the first round?
0: No, I know, Max. And but listen, I I, I thought that there was gonna be a playoff hangover, but never did I think that the Clippers were gonna get out in the first I, round. You know,
1: I was a I was a fan of Clippers. I thought that you know, there's some lineups I saw towards the end of the year that your boy Ty Lue was doing, and I liked. And yeah, this year, pick, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I don't know what the hell he's doing this year. Yeah, playing yeah, Boca yeah. You know minutes.
0: why? You know why? Because he doesn't have LeBron James telling him how to be a coach.
1: <laughs> I just, I just don't get the playing Reggie Jackson all these minutes, and uh, Pat Beverly's getting abused out there. Play Terrence Mann. Yeah. I wrote it in my article today. He's young. Him and Rondo are the only guys on that team that can get a rebound and go, you know, full court. PG doesn't. He likes bringing the ball up, the slow. Same with Kawhi. And I don't get why they're not playing a He You can stretch the floor, protect the rim a little bit, switch the fence a little bit for it. You know, you get him, PG, and Kawhi out there, and you get Terrence Mann, and, you know, you get uh, Rondo in there sometimes. I mean, they paid Luke Kennard 60 something million to sit on the bench. That's yeah. not talked about enough either. I know. It's weird. I don't know. I know. You know, it's just, I don't, yeah, this Clippers team to me, you know, I saw Rondo was barking at Tyloo which is, you know, that's fine. That happens. And then he goes right to the bench and starts going at Ibaka. And Ibaka hasn't even played. But here we go with Rondo again, too. You know, playoff Rondo. Really doing wonders this year.
0: Yeah, but M- Max, um can't coach himself out of the paperback. But um, I know we're talking a little ahead, but, you know, at this point, though, let's just play what ifs. Max, I don't think it's too outlandish to say that Miami and New York are the two top destinations in my mind. Yeah. Because.
1: No, they will be, yeah, for uh, sure. But be- it's a weak class, and look at the, you know.
0: But, like, I don't even know what other teams. And, and I still think that Kawhi is a top five player, right? I, I do not think that this is his fault, right? But is he going to go to Milwaukee? No. Is he going to go to Portland? No, they have no money. No. Yeah no. Is he going to go to the Lakers? No, I don't think he's going to want to just join forces with LeBron after he failed in his hometown. I, you know, so I'm like wh- where are the best destinations and I think that New York and Miami are the two front runners.
1: I mean, that w- I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't be that surprised if he was looking the St. LA and maybe went to the Lakers. If really like- you think so? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I
0: would be so disappointed, dude. I would be. How,
1: how much, how much of an you that would be to the Clippers, though? If you're a Kawhi, just like rubbing in their face. Yeah, you got me all this stuff, and I, you know, I Paul George of my third option, and uh, yeah, I'm just you guys have no assets. You were a playoff P for another four years or five years now because of bench. Yeah. and I'm just going to be, you know, in the other hallway now. <laughs> That'd be one of the most gangster moves I've ever seen. That
0: would be. That would be.
1: I hope he does it, but no, I think you're right. I think to me, New, uh, New York and Miami. This offseason, but it sucks. So it's kind of a weak class. So
0: I know, I know. Uh, I could watch this again. I'm not saying that he's the same man as Durant. It would kill me if you went to the Warriors too.
1: Yeah, I mean, they can do some things because they. Have I know that Wiseman pick, and so that you know they and they got a lot of first. They got that one pick from Minnesota. So yeah, but uh, I, I don't. I don't see Kawhi going to the Bay.
0: I hope not, but. Max, uh, real quick, um, I was looking up Wizards tickets, like for playoffs, because I I really would love to see Westbrook in person, right? The cheapest ticket for a Wizards ticket right now two hundred sixty eight. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. So, I mean, they're happy. I uh, like I just said, they're so happy
1: making the playoffs. That's, That's what I mean. revenue.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but um, no. So I just I just wanted to talk a little bit about that, and obviously, Max, I think that you that the Heat will be in on some key players that could possibly find new homes like Kawhi. I think that they'll be in the market for a point guard. But, Max, let's talk about another point guard that I feel is getting a little... um, He's starting to get more and more attention, but John Morant, and he led the... Grizzlies to a game one victory over the top the Jazz. Now yes, Donovan Mitchell was out but Morant put up 26 points. He led them to the playoffs. He willed his way into the playoffs by winning those two um those two playing games, right? Yep. Is he underappreciated? Like, we hear all the time, Zion, Zion, Zion. And yes, yeah. Mor- Morant has been talked about, but Max, he's led his team to the playoffs before Zion has. He's shown up in big moments, and that's not to say Zion hasn't. But I think this is more about Morant not getting enough attention.
1: Yeah, i'm um, you know, I, I don't think him being in Memphis helps with that. But um, honestly, you know, you know, he uh, kind of reminds me of. It reminds you of kind of uh, like little little Jimmy Butler ish, right? Um, with, with these playoff performances, and being in the big moments. I know he's not the shooter, you know Jimmy isn't either, but these guys just find a way to win. You know that means something.
0: Yeah, they they do what is needed of their team. That's what I view yeah, it.
1: Yeah, gritty, tough. You know they they don't care about percentages. I mean, I know Jimmy's this year's been really pretty bad in playoffs, but you know you know what I mean. Uh, just just. Gritty ready guys want to win. You know, just they're just winners, really. I know they have won championships, but you know, they're just winners. They they find ways to win.
0: Yeah, no, and I just I feel that for all the talk that we hear about Zion, and, and like you, I I get it, Max Memphis, and but New Orleans really is a basketball yeah, city. I mean, it, it's more. To, I know what exactly it is Zion's a freak of nature. Zion is a freak athletic body, right, and he's. He he's going to be talked about. But really, when it comes down to basketball, Morant has done more in his first two seasons than Zion has.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, he, he's more healthy too. I mean, I mean, I know Morant gets, you know, some injuries here and there and he misses some weeks. And I think this year he missed, I think, a couple weeks actually. But, you know, Zion's obviously more his uh, injury history than Morant and he's more of a liability just for his body. You know, Morant is just a wiry guy. You know, he's kind of, he's kind of built like Westbrook was younger when he's in no KC, So, you know, he'll, he'll fill out into that body. But, um, yeah, it's speaking of Zion, you think you see uh, Van Gunny might be going from uh, New Orleans?
0: Yeah, I did. What do you think about that?
1: I thought that'd be a good hire at the time, but then I saw. Um, now, this isn't totally his fault, but, you know, it, it seems to me the players didn't really jive with him, the young guys and you know van Gundy loves to practice a lot and you know young guys don't really want to do that shit anymore but you know again my bigger beef is with the great uh david griffin everyone kisses his ass nothing right because he's another guy talks to the media and this and that, whatever he signed he traded for Stephen adams when you have zion williams as you know your four and five you need a center that could space the floor I, I i mean i get it you know steve Stephen adams is big guys you know you don't want zion guarding you know five all the time but you know can he shoot a little bit, at least mid-range or something? He can't even do that. You know, they trade for Eric Quetzal. And can, can we talk about this Drew Holiday trade? Why the hell were they in an the urge to trade Drew Holiday? They'd be in the playoffs right now Drew Holiday. Yeah. They got all these picks that are going to be 27 to 30-something. Like, that's not talked about enough either. Those picks don't mean anything.
0: Yeah. No, I know. I know. Well, and what was the
1: what was the urge with a big David Griffin everyone loves? And he built that Cavs team from scratch. Shut up. No, yeah, did Okay. <laughs> he goes to New Orleans. What the hell is he done?
0: Yeah, Max uh, he he doesn't uh, want
1: to, doesn't want to re-sign Lonzo Ball. Why? Because he, what what's the reason? He's gonna let him walk, and because he got two other guards he drafted. Yeah, I mean, I like the tw- I like Harris Lewis Jr. and uh, Alexander Walker. too. But, I mean, I, I like Zion's and uh, Lonzo as a tandem. You know, I don't know if Brandon Ingram's gonna be the guy to play with a uh, Zion. That that's kind of a weird combo. I think he's your like three or four in today's NBA, but he's not big enough either. He needs a ball in his hands. I don't like this team at all. Like, just you, you wanted Eric Bledsoe for Drew Holly. That's the best offer you could get. It's three late first round picks that aren't going to mean anything. I, you know, th- I hate to be this because you know I, I know the NBA wants small market to be good, but this clock on Zion's ticking. It's ticking before he gets the hell out of there. Wow. I, I mean, Victor, should be year It should be year three now.
0: No, I agree Max. I agree you
1: know, and it, it, it happens quick. No. It's going to be year three Max Look at his friend John Moran Look at John Morant he Made a playing game last year in the bubble That's technically an NBA sermon, playoff appearance, right? They already did that And now look what John's doing this year Took game one against Utah Number one overall seed, And going to have more playoff experience Time's second, New Orleans they better, they better not mess it up Max. I, don't want, I don't want to hear the NBA crying and bitching about well, oh, look at all these players going to big markets. Well, yeah, no shit. But look at look what David Griffin did to this team, Max. Sorry, I'm Mo. You, you go ahead. <laughs> no, Max. Listen, I'm I'm on the same page with you.
0: And honestly, I think we're about a year away before Zion starts to become this media golden boy where nothing he can do is wrong. Um, but the time is taking because Max, think about it. Not only did Morant make the playoffs before. Zion, the number three overall pick in Barrett made yeah, the playoffs. That's true. No, that's too. true.
1: Yeah. And that he's he's good friends with him too. What do you think he's telling them? Exactly. Exactly. You
0: know? And I, I I think that's a great point that you raised. I think that that was a very stupid trade by Griffith. Um and yeah, I, I mean I, I can't say much more than what you just laid out right there. I really I don't disagree with you at all. Um and yeah, I think you hit it right on the head. Honestly,
1: I because I'm telling you, you watch Victor. If this team doesn't get improved in a couple of years, and then you know if Zion's have rumors that this team or that team, it's going to be oh look at this another small market. I've said this before. Guys want to go. Well, to they teams did the same are... thing
0: with Anthony Davis.
1: Yeah, exactly the same thing with Anthony Davis. No, yeah. you know you think they've learned their lesson. Yeah, exactly. They got, a, they got a new. They got a brand new start with Anthony Davis. You you think. You know, David Griffin would look at the prior management and see what mistakes they did. They tried to they tried to win too early with like you know Tyree Evans and Eric Gordon and guys like that. Which you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But during the it was like what you know these guys aren't really and you know the West was loaded during Anthony Davis's first three years in the league. You're better off just sucking, let them play, get reps, and then you know get higher draft picks, get more like who was a young guy with Anthony Davis paired with? You know what I mean? Like, who was the, another guy a year after him that was up and coming? I can't I can't mention a guy.
0: Yeah, I can't thank him one. See,
1: you know I mean they traded for Drew Holiday, who was like twenty five. But you know, Drew Holiday's not good I like Drew Holiday, but he's not for a young Anthony Davis, that wasn't a guy you needed, you're better off just sucking. Remember they drafted Neural's Noel and they traded him to Philly for Drew Holiday? Yep. And they traded another pick for Drew Holiday? Yep. What was the point of, what was the point of that? Keep that first pick. Draft you don't gotta uh, draft Noel, but you know just suck in your first two years. Yep. Build the team and then then you're three. Okay, you're three now. Now we, now we make a move we got all these picks and shit right but it, I just it's gonna happen and then the NBA all these you know local medias are gonna be bitching about it this net, which I understand it sucks losing a guy like Anthony Davis but you gotta be mad at the DMs and ownership
0: well the only thing I'll say Max and I, I'm not saying that you are being defensive for Zion right but and again I don't know these rosters top down so you probably know more than me but it's not exactly like John Morant was playing with All Stars. It's not exactly like LaMelo Ball no. was playing with All Stars, and he almost got his team into the playoffs as a rookie. If he stays healthy, I think that the Hornets are in the playoffs. So, you know, at one point are we like, is Zion doing enough?
1: Well, the problem with Zion is this year is that Dan Gundy would put the ball in Grant Ingram's hands way too much. Type game, Brandon Ingram, 25-footer chucking. But no, you do bring a good point. I will say, though, I mean, if you look at these teams, the Charlotte one, I'll give you, but Memphis, Memphis is better than, I think, top to bottom than New Orleans. I okay, think it's close okay.
0: Personally. Yeah, no, I I wasn't... I'm just saying that... Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah, that that Zion is already viewed as, like, the, a basketball god, right? And if he's yeah. a god... You know, I understand at the end of the day, it's a team sport, but why, you know, it seems like other guys are doing more with less. And, and again, you know, if you truly think that Memphis is better all around, then I'd take that back. But when is Zion going to take that next next step where he can do enough to get, I mean, again, it's not like the East was, uh, well, I'm sorry. Um, it's not like the West was completely unattainable. Uh, at the bottom of the conference, right? You know, so I, I'm just confused when we start being like, okay, Zion, when are you going to take over this team? When are you going to be that true
1: guy? But, no, you bring up good points, but the one thing I will say, if you look at Memphis' team, who, who's got the ball in their hands all the time? Moran. That's if true. You, um, That's true. If you, no, if not New Orleans, if you go to Charlotte, you know, it's, LaMelo is basically that team, and Gordon Haywood is healthy. New Orleans, it's, is I would bring the ball up a lot then during crunch time. And when he would go off, he would, you know, that's when they would win games. That's what I, I think, I don't think Brian Ingham's the guy in New Orleans. He, he's got a little bit of, a, oh, this is my team. Yeah, because you got to think, he's a young guy too. He's a high draft pick.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. So he's
1: got that, and he, and, he, and he got that big contract too.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. And it's just a shame because if they seriously aren't about LaMelo ball, then it's a shame that no one wants to go play for New Orleans because could you imagine a duo of like Damian Lillard and Zion, even Kawhi and Zion, or Beal and Zion? Like I think those all those combos would be a real combo, but none of that is ever going to happen on New Orleans.
1: Yeah, it's if I'm a New Orleans fan, this is a, you know these next couple off seasons, you gotta really you gotta really get your shit together. Yeah. But. We we went too long in New Orleans for our. New Orleans I know, questions. dude. I'm we we did. We it any.
0: was more so Zion, but you know yeah. what? I you know, I don't know about you, Max. We can skip over. You got you got anything on the Nuggets and Blazers? I feel like it was a tale of two different games. Lillard came out hot. The Blazers uh, stole game yeah. one. Jokic had a great game. Game two tied up the series. Yep. Who who do you have as being the favorites?
1: I don't I, honestly. I know this is gonna be a cop out, but I think it's whether whoever has a better game with Lillard and Jokic, honestly, because when that without any Murray, you know, it's they're pretty equal teams,
0: yeah. Um, i just because I, I, think not,
1: I, think Denver's gonna, I think Denver's gonna pull out in seven,
0: though. All right, I'll just to make things fun, I'll go Blazers because Dame's my guy when it comes to, uh, I mean, obviously Westbrook, but if the, I had like a Russell Wilson of uh, the NBA, it would be Dame. Um, and then Max, another series tied, number two seed, number seven seed, Suns, Lakers. Now let's be honest: the Lakers aren't exactly a traditional number seven team. But do you yeah. feel the Suns are getting at all disrespected this series? I mean, they came out one game one. I I just I, I I can't. I'm not taking away anything from them if they do end up winning this series, but I don't know how healthy LeBron and AD are. And you know LeBron, no matter what, is gonna come up with an excuse. I mean, Max, did you see how long it took for him to get off the ground after getting poked in the eye? Come on, dude! Come on.
1: Oh yeah, I saw people really up in arms about that.
0: But do you think the Suns at all are getting disrespected in that in this series?
1: Um, no, uh, I think. No, I, I think I feel bad for the Suns. I feel bad for Chris Paul. You know. About first half or I think it's like quarter, you know, the shoulder injury happens. But you know, the the, the Anthony Davis stuff is, is it's getting old personally for me. It, it's getting really old. Uh, you know, game one, I didn't even realize he was out there, and all I hear is oh, he's the next great big man and this that whatever. He, and then game two, he has a good game, and oh, Anthony Davis back. You know, he, he's this is what he is, best big man in the league, this that whatever. It's like really, you know, and that's our thing too. How much rest did Anthony Davis have throughout the year? Now, I know he had Achilles injury. I'm not – obviously, you have to rest that. But how much rest did he have? He said he was, like, tired or out of shape or something. Yeah. How are you tired?
0: No, I know. I know. Well, well okay, Davis okay, okay Max. Max, the only thing I'll say to that, though, is you say the Heat aren't the same this season with how little time they got off uh, this past offseason due to playing in the finals. Guess who else were in the finals?
1: Yeah, but, you know, listen, Anthony Anthony Davis is supposed to be this next big thing that I've been hearing for the past three years, or for years now. When LeBron was uh, out, they were still struggling without him. It was like the New Orleans uh, Lakers.
0: New Orleans, yeah, no. I mean, I, uh, Davis will never, I, I don't think Davis will ever be a true number one guy. He'll always be someone that. He's, he's,
1: can... he's too wishy-washy.
0: Yeah, no, agreed, agree. And exactly look what he did with the Pelicans. They never got it. I mean, well, okay, they did have that uh pretty cool
1: Blazers one.
0: Yeah. In uh the first round. But besides that, did nothing come playoffs time. Alright, and then Max, quickly. Um well not quickly, you can you can have the four. What's going on That's with a- your Miami Heat? Uh
1: I think game one, that, that one hurt a lot. I mean that, that game was to be had, especially with Bam and Jimmy. Not, you know, living up to the expectations That one hurt. Game two, um, it's just, you know, Milwaukee only makes like 14 threes a game. And they had 13 by the first half. So, sometimes shots just fall in. Uh, I'm not happy with Jimmy. More importantly, though, I'm not happy with Bam. I don't know what the hell Bam's doing out there. He's not even looking at the rim half the damn time. He's scared to shoot his mid-range jumper. He's scared to attack uh, Brooke Lopez. But, you know, he attacks Joel Embiid pretty well. It's a little weird to me why he's not going at um, Lopez. And Coach Bud is giving Bam so much space for that mid-range jumper. You know, Bam. Once you start hitting that, Lopez is gonna you know be out a little bit more. And he, his foot speed's not even close. Get him in foul trouble. He's just as strong as Giannis, you know. And he just doesn't. I don't. I don't. This. I don't know. I mean. And it sucks too because they wasted the Johnson game game one. Johnson looked fantastic. Hero. I don't know what the hell is going on with him. They wasted the Duncan game too game one. He was amazing. in uh, you know, realistically, perfect world. It would be a 1-1 series going to Miami, but it's not. It's too old. I, you know, I'm not, obviously, I'm not breaking news here, but if Miami loses tomorrow, then, you know, that, that that shit's over with. But it just seems to me how they don't know, they don't know what to do when Milwaukee counterpunches them in adjustments. And it's not anything Schultz is doing, or Bud, it's just the play style. They have Giannis on Jimmy defending now, which is whatever. But they're not, it's just, it's too much iso ball. And Jimmy's not, Jimmy's missing layups. He's missing tap-ins. He's shooting nine threes, which uh, I I don't know why. <laughs> you know, there, there's a couple of screenshots I saw where there's a wide open layup and he shooting threes. And he wants to guard Giannis for some reason. No, guard, guard Milton. Milton's not going to put the stress on your body like Giannis is. I, uh, I'm not losing hope yet, but it's definitely not looking good. I'm not going to sit to lie to you.
0: Yeah, Max, I said to begin with, the Heat are the biggest wild card and they are really proved me wrong. Well, I guess not because they're just a wild card in all the wrong ways, but very shocked with game two. I think that how game one played out had a carryover effect. But listen, Max, I I, I won't rule them out either just because the Bucks, until they actually beat the Miami Heat, let's wait and see if it actually happens I'm just really shocked at how how quickly game two got out of their hands got out of control yeah. for Miami
1: Heat it, yeah it was, it was a rough rock I mean that's you know that happens in sports sometimes it's just you get punched yeah. punch the mouth quick <laughs> yeah
0: again and, and honestly you got anything else to say about your Heat
1: yeah um I mean, Giannis, that act's getting old too. Every time that man dunks, he stomps around like it's his first time dunking. I mean, give me a fucking break, dude. Jesus, <laughs> and Coach Bud too. He looks like he's been at the, you know, golf. Uh, he, he's been at. He's been playing eighteen all day, and he's a man at the local golf bar waiting for some waiting to play another eighteen. You see how that guy looks on the sideline?
0: I do. I Coach do. Coach Bud. I he do. Looks, he
1: looks like he golfs all day and just drinks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely see that. I do. Yeah, um it's uh it's not looking good for your Miami right now though. So we'll see how game three plays out. And you know but- what's
1: funny about that, Victor, real quick? What my shirt just came in today. It's Miami Heat shirt and it says guts on it. So let's see if they got the guts.
0: Guts. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I just I can't. I can't. But Max, like you said, sometimes games just get out of hand. Sometimes that just happens in sports. And I accredited to the tough game one ending. That is my biggest fear for the Knicks in game two. I hope they come back strong, right? I hope they come back angry. If I was Coach Dibbs, right, who should win Coach of the Year, I would put in, I would start someone big, someone useless. Like even Kevin Knox, right? I would start him. And you know what I tell him? The first time Trey Young drives to the basket, your job is to knock him on his ass. Knock him to the ground. Don't let him get comfortable in there. Don't let him feel safe around there. Shake him. Shake him to his core. Put him on the ground, okay? What he did to us, game one, was unacceptable. We made it too easy. We're one of the best. The next are... The best defensive team in the league. Well, they were, at least, throughout the regular season. Trey Young cannot get in the groove. And I can't wait to shut that little fuck up, okay? They were chanting, <laughs> fuck Trey Young at City Field. They were chanting, fuck Trey Young at Yankee Stadium. You know what that shows me, Max? That shows me New York is back baby. Did you hear the crowd at Madison Square Garden? I'll tell you what. I've been to Giant Stadium. I've been to MetLife. I've been to Shea, okay, for play, uh, playoff baseball. I've seen all the games. There is nothing, even watching through the television screen, there is nothing like the Garden crowd, okay? They're excited to be back, and I hope Trey Young goes deaf, tonight from those chants they are gonna give him hell he will wish he never said a damn word i'm expecting big things game one was tough yes julius randall our best player most improved player winner was off his game the entire night rj barrett was off at times okay our best player was alec burks our defense was soft New Orleans, Noel, we missed him down the stretch. I expect them to tie it up and tie it up in a big way tonight in Game 2. I know I'm not going to release this till tomorrow, but I expect good things tonight.
1: I just have uh, really three comments to make. I, mean, I, I like the points about you know the Trey Young thing. Uh, and, you know, listen, I mean, it is what it is, Victor. But for, for your coach of the year, Thibodeau, what the hell is he doing Agreed. Agreed. What was that about?
0: Agreed. I. You know what, Max? I have no idea. I have no idea. Right? Because if he's good enough to go in on the most important play of the game, most important play of your season thus far, why is he not good enough to go in at any point of at any other point of the game? Twelve minutes. Yeah.
1: You know, let him get loose guarding Trey Young. Cold. That's, that's a tough night out.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Especially in
1: crunch time. You know, agreed. that I thought that was asinine. I don't like yeah. when guys who I had played, you know, get in the last four minutes. You know, that's just stupid to me. Yeah. Uh, number number two, I loved what Derek Rose said, that this generation is getting soft. And he, he didn't say it, but he kind of said, well, Trey, it's a playoff game. What do you expect? The no,
0: basketball. Do? No, he said he yeah. said basketball today is soft.
1: Yeah. But, you know, there's other things he said, too, like, you know, good for him. Like, he should talk shit, whatever. But, you know, you could, could tell he was kind of saying, like, Trey, this is like what the NBA is kind of about, like sports are about during playoff games. The other fan base is going to hate you, and and Trey Young was like so confused, like, yeah, I couldn't believe they sure, like Trey, uh, yeah, this is what happens dude, when you play sports, like you know when yeah. you're on the road in a, in a big game, like when, when the way he was acting, he was acting like I couldn't believe they did this. I was like, dude, are you are you how tone deaf are you?
0: Uh, Max, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Real quick move over Steph um, move over KD Max I whatever you've said about Trey Young in the past I is true easily my least favorite player Oh, easily. you're hopping on the bandwagon yep yep
1: <laughs> dude I told you how annoying he is yeah. I told you
0: yeah, no, you did, you did, dude. I'm sorry I ever doubted you, dude.
1: <laughs> he's just so unlikable. His face, the yeah. way he plays basketball, know. The, the, the the foul chasing, yeah, whatever.
0: Dude. It's just annoying.
1: Yeah. It's just yeah. annoying, and the referees constantly in him. And he's just I, yeah. I just and dude, you know, he just rubs me the wrong way. What has yeah, he's just one he? Of those
0: dudes. What has he earned to get those type of foul calls? Like, like I'm not I saying think, that. Yeah. I, I'm not saying. That anyone should get no fouls called, right? But this man is, what, second year? Second year, right, Max?
1: Th- uh, Third year.
0: Third year, sorry. Third year, right? What the hell has he done to deserve those type of calls? Max, I'm telling you, he, more than Curry, in my opinion, more than Harden, he is a product of today's NBA.
1: Yeah, uh, no, exactly. I mean... I- I've sent you snaps of four of me of me watching games and him, referees just rewarding him for kicking his leg out. I thought yeah. it was a natural motion motion for a jump for a jump. Yeah, jump. That yeah. Hasn't, that hasn't come yet in the series, but it, Victor, it will.
0: No, it will. I know, I know, I know. Complete bullshit, dude. But no, that's just my take on the next. I, I, it, listen, Max. I told you pre-show, pre-episode. That was the first time in a while, man, that I yeah. sat and did not move for an entire basketball game game definitely but maybe sports game in a while dude in a while i watched the fans fans yeah dude it makes i know it makes a huge difference i'm so happy i'm so Mm -hmm. happy but all right so i'm expecting good things in game two max anything else in the nba you want to touch upon real quick
1: no, no, I think we touched on based on everything, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Finally, Max, and I, I guess the NFL is becoming a soap opera now, right? Or they're they're putting it into minds of more superstars that they should create drama or call for their way out. Latest star to be on the trading block and made it clear on dis on undisputed whether he knew he was on live TV or not, said yeah, I'm out of there when asked about staying with the Atlanta Falcons. And Max, apparently, apparently he's narrowed his list down to the teams that he would like to be traded to, to two teams, that is the Tennessee Titans and the New England Patriots. Only problem is it's not really up to him. It's the, it's up to the Atlanta Falcons and where they can get the most for him. But Max... Where do you think would be the best landing spot for Julio?
1: I would love to see him with uh, Tennessee, honestly. I think, uh, you know, they get too reliant on Henry. And, you know, especially the playoff game, like you got folks on Henry and then in the air with uh, Julio. And I know you don't, you now I'm a big pan-hill guy, but, you know, if you just throw 50-50 balls to him, I know it's not all the time, but, you know, when the game matters the most, your defense Julio outside and Henry inside,
0: it's not a bad. bad combo. Max, no. Honestly, honestly, I think if the Titans trade for Julio, they would become true Super Bowl contenders. Now, that is, that is with Derrick Henry putting up similar seasons to the last two years. I don't know how much... I Listen, I get very nervous with running backs like him, physical power backs, just because they take a lot of hits, their body's name yeah. not, may not last as long. But maybe Henry's different, right? Tannehill, there's no question, has taken the step above. I still don't think that he's anything special. I think that the running game has made his job that much easier. They have a stud receiver in A.J. Brown. If they added another stud receiver to who, in my opinion, Max, when healthy, I'm taking him 10 times out of 10. Nothing but... Respect for DeAndre Hopkins. I know how great he is. He can be number two on my list. I'm going Julio every day.
1: Patriots? Yeah, I forgot about A.J. Brown, honestly. He's a nice, he's a nice up-and-coming receiver, too.
0: Yeah. Patriots? I don't buy it, dude. I don't like it. I don't think yeah. it would be a smart I move. I don't... I, dude, I've seen enough Cam Noon. I have. He's, he's damaged goods, dude. And I don't think that he'll ever get back to that MVP former, close to it. The no, Patriots I mean, held on to him. Oh, sorry, what's up?
1: I said This is definitely his last shot.
0: Yeah, and even adding a star receiver like Julio, I don't think it's going to make it that much better. Other teams that I thought about, Max, I think the Colts would be an interesting addition. They just added Carson Wentz, yeah. right? T.Y. Hilton on one splash. side, Julio on the other. I like it. Obviously, Packers would make Aaron Rodgers happy once again, but I don't. I don't know the logistics of that. They're a team that usually doesn't make the big splash. I think that there are a couple of teams that could be exciting if Julio Jones joined them.
1: I mean, honestly, I would love to see him go to uh, Baltimore.
0: Baltimore too. is a great one. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I don't know though because he makes so much money.
0: I know, and let's be honest, the Ravens have to start considering contract for Lamar Jackson. but, yeah,
1: but that, That's another issue, too, yeah. Yeah.
0: But, you know, they they failed to get right, wide receivers the last couple of offseasons. I understand mm-hmm. Mark Andrews is a great 10-end. They have a solid running game. But they need more help for Lamar Jackson yeah. if he's going to take that next step as a quarterback.
1: Like I've said before, uh, Victor, they, they need somebody. They need a big receiver. He, he throws all these old short guys.
0: Yeah, no, I know. No, you have said that in the past, and I agree. I agree. Um, you know, and I think that there are very few teams in the NFL where there's not a fit for Julio, or he doesn't automatically make them better. But, Max, you know, with this news coming out that he's most likely gone, right, it makes the pit selection and not at least taking calls on Matt Ryan even stranger to me, honestly, because, okay, maybe you can sell me on, well, I lose a weapon like Julio, but I have a young tight end, right? I have Ridley, who I think is another great up-and-coming receiver. I think he could be a number one on any other team, and he'll step right into Jones's shoes, right? But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. The Falcons, man, again, poor management. I think that they should have blown it up to begin with. If you knew you were going to trade or well, if you knew there were at least talks of Julio being traded, yeah. should have gotten done before the draft. You start, you should have started new with the regime, with the players. You could have gotten in a high first round draft pick. Maybe get an, another uh, high draft pick for Matt Ryan. Make a package so that you can move up and take one of the top three quarterbacks or something. I don't know. Just very weird to me.
1: I, I honestly just think that Julio and Matt Ryan's contracts are so big that I think they're just. I think Julio sees a writing on the wall, and that's why he's kind of like, you know, what it is, what it is. I've been here long enough. But no, you bring a good point. I don't, you know, even if you want to keep Matt Ryan for another year, you could have traded Julio and got some, you know, more assets for him for the, the year.
0: No, exactly, exactly. So just very, very strange to me, honestly. But I, I don't know. I I think that. I'm happy Julio is getting out of there because, like I've said multiple times, Max, after that Super Bowl collapse, never been the same team. Never, yeah. always knew they were never going to win anything after that. I, I'm hoping Julio ends up with the ring, and he doesn't end up like a Larry Fitzgerald. Even though you know who who knows Fitzgerald still has another year to get that ring, but for a man that dominated the game and really goes. Unrecognized sometimes, underappreciated in my opinion, because he's not yeah. one of these divas who doesn't bring the attention upon himself. I would, I would hate for him not to get a ring. Yeah, it
1: would be nice for him definitely be on. Uh, you know,
0: at least a consistent playoff team would be nice. You know. Yeah, exactly. But Max, you got anything else you want to say to this episode?
1: Ah, uh, no, actually, I got nothing to say but you know pelicans get your shit together
0: yeah and uh next go out there and tie the series even though this will be posted in the future oh well max let them know where we can read your articles great stuff guys if you'll learn enough from this podcast you'll definitely learn more reading max's articles max where can we check them out
1: yeah you can well my twitter account is uh max marshall 136 and you can check my articles at you can heat.com And the other website I write for is Border Fuel. And uh, yeah, there's two uh, website you can find in my article there.
0: Awesome stuff. My social media handle at Victor Brusteri on Instagram, on Twitter. Like us on Facebook, Old School Sport. On Twitter, at Old School Sport. Until next time,
1: everyone, thank you very much for tuning in.